This is the Social Savvy Geek Show with Laura Pansitensio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. Thank you for tuning into the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm glad you're here. Whether you're catching the live show or replay, thank you for listening. I'm Laura Pensitensio. Last show, I talked about why you need funnels before, during, and after your best event. Today, we will be talking about why your messaging matters from promo to sale. We'll cover why consistency in messaging is vital to your long-term success. Your message is at the center of everything you do in business. What are you saying to the world and why? Are you presenting yourself in a way that resonates with your ideal client? Do people know what you do and how you can help them? I get a lot of questions about messaging and what does that mean and how can I be consistent and there seems to be a lot of confusion around this topic. So I'm going to give you a real world example of how to confuse people thoroughly and then we'll work through how to (laughs) fix that in messaging. So at my example to bring this in and let people know how messaging affects those around you and why it's important, um, in high school, I pretty much dressed my mood, which meant that sometimes I wore makeup, sometimes I didn't, sometimes I wore dresses. Mostly I wore jeans and t-shirts, but I bought whatever I liked and I wore it whenever I felt like it. So my outfit often reflected my after-school plans. I may have shown up in sweatpants and a swimming shirt if I was heading straight off to swim practice or Vans and Limpies if I was going to go over to a friend's house to go skateboarding or perhaps in a band t-shirt with with or without a flannel, it was the 90s, and Doc Martens if I was just going to go hang out and listen to music. I didn't adopt the uniform of any particular group of students in my school and people told me that made me hard to quote unquote figure out. They couldn't place me in any group, um, largely because I wasn't making any particular effort to fit in to any group. I had my friends and I was friendly to everyone, um, but it didn't concern me whether someone else could easily identify where I quote unquote fit in uh, by my outfit. And the same thing holds true in business and messaging, if you appear and show up differently from day to day or week to week, it confuses people. They don't know where you fit in. And if they don't know where you fit in, then they will not hire you. Um, So to this day, I am what you call a polymath. I have lots of interests and pursuits. That's always been my way and that's not going to change. However, One of the pieces of feedback I received when I wanted to level up my speaking game was that I needed to show up more consistency in appearance in my local networking. Changing outfit styles wasn't helping me. Aha. So I did accept that advice. And then I was purposefully showing up wearing similar type of clothing, just being consistent. Um, And now it usually consists of cowgirl boots with leggings and a tunic top or brand appropriate t-shirt depending on where I'm going. Um, If it's a little dressier, I'll wear a simple dress. One of the things that I love about Denver is that you can show up as yourself without any pretension and jeans are acceptable in nearly every situation here. However, other parts of the country, that's not so much the case. (laughs) So what I didn't do 
is accept advice that I need to show up dressed to the nines with my hair and makeup always fully done. Um, That's just not me. I went into business to serve people while living a life that I love. And I don't love fashion and dressing up on a regular basis. I do it for special events, of course. I'm not anti-dressing up. It's just not something I want to put a lot of time and energy to on a daily basis. So setting that expectation for me would mean putting on a false front and it would make getting ready to do business a chore. And that's not for me. And if that means that I'm not somebody's ideal client, well, then so be it because or their ideal coach. If someone is looking for a coach that's going to be a fashion plate, then I'm not for them. That's that's never going to be me. And I'm okay with that. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. You can download your free avatar workbook from socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast and follow me at Social Savvy Geek on Twitter. We're talking about why your messaging matters. So messaging matters and it does need to feel the same. You want to pay attention to all of your messaging, not just physical and how you show up, but written messaging as well. Create a flow of consistency with your content and your marketing efforts from the beginning of the event, end of your event. And that includes from the day you start promoting your event all the way down to like after your event when you're still following up with people. Why? Because consistency is important and it builds trust. People need to see you at least seven times before they want to commit. Usually seven to 12 touches is when people start becoming interested in doing business. You want to get people excited and ready for your event. And part of that is in your languaging. So much like I was changing outfits based on what I was going to do for the day in high school, if you're changing your messaging or the tone of your messaging throughout your marketing, it's confusing. People don't know what they're going to see from you next, and that makes them probably a little uncomfortable. And then they don't want to commit to working with you because they don't know how you're going to show up. So as business owners, we need to make an effort to be consistent and let people know exactly what they can expect from us and then keep showing up in that way. Then people are comfortable that they know what to expect from you and they'll consider doing business with you. So the main point of your messaging is communicate who you are and how you can help your ideal client make a change in their life or their business that will bring them closer to their burning desire. The last thing you want to do is confuse them. And you've probably heard this, but it's always true that a confused mind says no. So the less confusion we can create in our messaging and in the way that we show up for our clients, the better. What you want to do is get clear about who you are and how you can help. Then you can lead people down a path that makes sense to them and they know that you have the help that they need This stuff isn't easy, and you'll probably want to make small tweaks and adjustments pretty much forever. However, you can get the foundation in place and get comfortable with a particular style of messaging. We're going to talk about later in the show how to nail down what that style should be, but the priority here is to make sure that you recognize that consistency is important that it's okay to be spontaneous, but you want to do it within kind of 
a little bit of a boundaries that you set up for your audience so that they know what to expect when they tune in. It's, it's a little disconcerting if you're following someone and they just go off on some completely random tangent on the side and that's not what you showed up to hear. So again, make sure that you use your message and your messaging to communicate who you are and how you can help your ideal client make a change in their life or their business that will bring them closer to their burning desire and do your very, very best to be consistent so that you're not confusing people. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. I'll share how to write copy that speaks to your audience after this word from our sponsors. Mark your calendars, boys and girls. Social Media Day Denver is coming soon. Every year on June 30th, social media fans around the world come together each year to celebrate the myriad of ways in which social media has radically changed our lives for the better. Join us at Social Media Day Denver, June 30th, 2018. Collaborate with influencers, leaders, and dynamic speakers. Social Media Day Denver is a full-day conference full of recognized leaders in the social media industry, both locally and nationally. You don't want to miss out. Join us at Social Media Day Denver, June 30th, 2018, and receive exclusive insider social media knowledge, relevant and actionable content you can apply immediately into your business, make impactful connections and relationships for life, and meet and chat with the experts. This event is enlightening and fun for entrepreneurs and small business owners and anyone else who wants to be a part of this dynamic group of social media experts. Find out more at socialmediadaydenver.com. What is all the buzz about with Boost Biz Ed? Known for the past eight years as Boost Denver to their regulars, Boost Biz Ed Denver connects experienced business educators who have a heart to teach with brave and talented business owners who seek to learn new skills in a free-to-the-public format. By attending these Boost Power Sessions, small business owners and solopreneurs take away immediate, life-changing, actionable items that radically catapult their business trajectories. Please join them the first and third Wednesdays of each month from 9.30 to 11 a.m. That's downtown at the Spaces Ballpark location. See BoostBizEd.com for more details. With each Boost session you attend, you'll walk away empowered to apply specific action that will immediately improve your business. Who doesn't want to do that? Their speaker topics include leadership, sales, marketing, and other subjects vital to the success of any business. Boost Biz Ed attracts great people. Networking happens naturally here before and after all Boost sessions. Again, join them the first and third Wednesdays of each month from 9.30 to 11 a.m. downtown at the Spaces Ballpark location. See BoostBizEd.com for more details. We now return to The Social Savvy Geek, Laura Pence Atencio, on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. You're listening to The Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pence Atencio. I'm sharing with you how to connect so your audience listens through consistent messaging. Download your free avatar workbook to get into your ideal client's head so you can write copy that appeals to them. Visit the show notes at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast to get yours now. We're going to be talking about how to create copy that feels consistent, copy that speaks to your audience. Before you even begin putting together your promotional materials and putting your marketing funnel together, you need to decide how you're going to convince people that they need to come to your event. You'll have to come up with the pain points that you solve and the benefits people receive from attending. 
This could involve a series of questions that your audience has been asking you. Um, you can find this from a statement you've heard repeatedly from your target audience. And here's a really good takeaway. So this is a pro tip. Get written and video feedback so you can mirror the exact words your attendees are using in your copy. If it's your first event, then you'll have to do a little bit more digging around online to see how um, how your clients are talking. But if you have an event, when you have your event, go ahead and collect feedback at the end. Have feedback forms, get testimonials, have someone take video testimonials, and then you can in the future use the exact language that your clients are using when they're talking about you to bring in more people just like those. It's, it's excellent. So when you mirror your client's pain, it's easier to communicate what they can expect the experience to be like when they show up to your event because you're providing the solution to ease that pain. You're providing a solution to the problem that they're experiencing, the struggle that they're going through. So you definitely wanna take into account exactly what would make someone come to your event. Why, why should they be there? What benefit are you providing for them? For example, when people are coming to an event, uh, like this upcoming blogging workshop that Monica Miller is having that we are um, sponsoring, the struggle that people are having is they have identified that they want to start a blog. They, they know through market research that blogging is going to be the core piece of content that brings their audience to them. But that's as far as they've gotten. They know they should be doing it, but they don't know how to do it. They don't know where to get started. They don't know how to format a blog. They don't know any of the pieces and they're just kind of stuck. <clears throat> so Monica put, a, put together an event that will show people what tools they need to use, how to structure their blog, how to write an article, what pieces need to be in it to make it effective so that it gets the job done to where they're bringing clients in. So the, what people want is a successful business and they've identified that the way to get there is through a blog. The blog is the thing that gets them closer to a successful business. And of course we all want successful business because we want success in our lives and happy families and to make an impact. And <clears throat> it's not just to have, to have a business, but she's identified that the struggle people are experiencing is how to actually implement a blogging system. They know they need to do it. They may have even tried to do it, but it's not going as well as they hope. So the solution she's providing is I will show you exactly what to do step by step. I will hold your hand and we will get this done together. If you're struggling with a blog and that's what you need, then that sounds very appealing because you're like, yes, yes, I need to know what to do. I know that I need to do it, but I don't know how. So you need to figure out something like that where you can let people know what it is that you have and why what you have will solve the problem that they're having. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensadencio. You can download your free avatar workbook from socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast and join us in the Social Savvy Geek Insiders group on Facebook. So once you've gotten people's commitment to attend, your job is not finished. You still need to build a s excitement about the event. Um, I keep 
telling you guys that the the marketing doesn't stop once you've gotten a commitment for someone to be in your event. You want to keep marketing to people while they're experiencing your event or while they're in your program because the the experience is it's st- it's still marketing. <laughs> marketing isn't everything. So once you've gotten the commitment to attend, then you need to build their excitement. You want to use testimonials for people who have been to your event before. Let people know what they can experience. Sometimes people come to an event because they want an experience, but then they are unsure about what they're supposed to get out of it. So if you give them some ideas of here's what other people have gotten from the event, sometimes that makes them feel more at ease because their their expectations are nailed down better. Um, Again, if it's your first time hosting an event, share testimonials from people you've worked with that are relevant to your event to showcase you and the skills and knowledge that you have that will let people know what they can expect during the event. You want to use case studies, show people before and after stories and examples of that. That way um, people can say, oh, yes, that that that's me. That's what I need. And then when they're at your event, they'll be looking for that same type of experience. And when they're looking for it, they're more likely to actually have it. Um, You want to share more personal experiences and let people in. Call your registrants, let them know that you're excited they're coming. This is a VIP event and it's small. You can call every single person that's coming and speak to them individually. Um, Send a video and this could be individual person to person or it could be you to the group letting people know that you're excited they're coming and what they can expect. Um, Create a free ticket to your event so that people could bring a friend. And that's not appropriate in every situation, but sometimes the best way for someone to experience your event is with a pal. And if that's the case, then invite people to bring an extra person. You'll often see this as um, bring your spouse. There are a lot of life impact events where it's important to have spousal participation. And so they don't necessarily think that the spouse is going to be as excited and willing to pay up front as the person who is expecting the life change. But they say, this is important and we would, it, it works best if you bring your spouse and then you give the ticket, then a lot more um, spouses will come to the event. Um, you can also create a giveaway could be for people sharing your event or bringing a friend or you know whatever it is but it's still creating more excitement around the event (coughs) excuse me and then at the event you want to make sure that you're using the same language that you use in your promotional materials (coughs) wait i am froggy today make sure that you're using the same language and the reason you want to do that is that if you we're all conversational and light in your announcements and leading up to the material. And then all of a sudden people come and it's very structured and very businesslike. It's a, it's going to make them feel um, ill at ease. They won't know why uh, the person that they came to see is now suddenly showing a different personality. So if you're, you know, easy breezy in all your messaging, then people are expecting easy breezy when you show up. If you're, you know, very businesslike and strict in your messaging, then they're going to expect you to be very businesslike and strict at the event. And there's no one right or wrong way to be. You want to be how you are and how you can best serve your clientele. 
You just need to be consistent in all your messaging from the beginning to the end so that people don't ever stop to think about why it feels different. Because most people aren't going to be able to put their finger on what has changed. They're just going to feel uneasy. That's not a way you want people to feel. So you need to take care and make sure that you keep consistency in your language and consistency in how you appear and consistency all across the board. <clears throat> Do let people see um, a little bit of what they're missing or, you know, if they didn't come to your event. So again, at the event, make sure you're using the same language. Now, after your event, when you're following up by phone, by email, make sure you keep your language consistent and use language from the testimonials describing your event because how other people described it is how it was perceived. So it's really easy to do that. Then post photos from the event, remind attendees of the fabulous experience that they have just had and you can push them towards uh, executing what they've learned so that they'll maintain their happy state that they're in. Because You know, you always have that euphoria after you come from an event. Oh, I'm so excited. And then if you don't follow up and make sure they actually implement what they learned, are they, are they still going to be happy three months later? Some of them will. Some of them might not be. Um, the other thing you could do is let people see a bit of what they missed, which is if someone didn't attend the event, you can send them in your emails messaging saying we had the event it was great this is what people experienced and then let everybody know when you're going to do it again highlight the most memorable moments you can create graphics with quotes from the event and of course announce the save the date for the next event you can possibly go so far as to open a pre-registration or a wait list so i hope you're getting from this that you really want to make sure that your messaging is consistent and that the way to get the words that you need to use is one, know your client, do your avatar workbook, know exactly who you're talking to. And then two, look out on the interwebs and see what language your ideal clients are using. Do they say revenue or profit? Do they say clients or customers? Do they call themselves entrepreneurs or small business owners? Use their language. And the third way you can make sure that you're using the appropriate language is to get testimonials every time you work with someone and especially at events. Find out what they liked, what they didn't like, what they would change, what transformation they experienced. Make sure to ask questions that will get you the answers you need to use in your further marketing. If you ask someone, what was, your, what was the best thing you got from, from this event, and they have glowing things to say, those are going to be the words you want to use in your future messaging. If they say, I came here and I was confused, I didn't know how to, to get my blog to be seen, I, I vaguely knew I needed to be on WordPress, and that's it. I, I knew I needed to be on WordPress, and I knew I needed to publish, but I didn't know how often or how long my articles should be, or what the structure of that article was, or what were the best plugins, and now I have an implementable plan. I know exactly what to do. When someone comes to Monica's event and they come out saying these things, she's going to have a very easy time for the next event getting people to see, oh, I'm confused, I want to be clear, 
I, you know, I don't know what to do and I want to know what to do. And this is the place that I can go and get this handled. So she takes their language and sends it right back to them and everybody wins. So again, what we've, what we've covered is make sure that you're using the same language before the event. So from your very first promotion in your ad copy, in your email copy, on your website, everywhere, use the same language, the same tone, the same style. And then when you have the event, stay in the same style. When you follow up, stay in the same style. It really does matter. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. I'm sharing with you why your messaging matters from promo to sale. We will hear from special guest Christy Tersnick when we return after this word from our sponsors. I'm Jessica Edinger, CNBC. On this last trading day of the week, as the markets are closed for Good Friday tomorrow, major indexes are higher. The Dow is rallying. It's up 268 points. The Nasdaq is rebounding up 76 points. And the S&P 500 is up 28 points. Amazon shares are down another 1% this morning as President Trump attacks the company, saying it doesn't pay its fair share of taxes, yet puts local mom-and-pop businesses and storefronts out of business. Barclays is paying $2 billion to resolve mortgage securities claims. The UK lenders accused of causing billions of dollars in losses for investors in the run-up to the financial crisis. The Loyola Rambler's biggest fan, you know her sister Jean, accepted Charles Barkley's invitation to hang out at the Final Four this weekend. Sister Jean is 98 years old. She's been wearing her Final Four hat backwards Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple trick. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the 1690 KDMT skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play 1690 KDMT. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Money Talk 1690. Are you looking for an employment opportunity? I am so thankful for our wonderful customers and employees because our company has grown dramatically over the last several years. Hi, I'm Dan Cicchini, owner of Dunright Kitchens, Baths, Windows, and Doors. Our growth compels me to speak to all you very talented carpenters and fabricators and tilers and bath installers about an opportunity. We need you. Susan and I started Dunright in our little garage well over 30 years ago, and we are blessed to have become a very significant Colorado home remodeling enterprise. How? Pretty simple. Our company culture says, hire top-notch people, treat customers and employees as we'd like to be treated, provide good service, never ever lie, provide a quality customer experience, and know that truly what goes around comes around. If you are a quality person, a talented and experienced craftsman, can pass a drug test and background check, and most importantly, want a long-term employee relationship with good pay and benefits, plenty of year-round work, and opportunity for advancement, well then, we want to talk to you. 303-722-2295-722-2295. For 59 years, thousands of Denver Metro homeowners have trusted Pastor Camp and their customer satisfaction guarantee to make their homes more comfortable and energy efficient, and you should too. Call Pastor Camp today to install a new heating and air conditioning system and take advantage of the great options they have available on financing. 
Discover Pastor Camp and experience comfort. 303-777-1234. 303-777-1234. PastorCamp.com. Now, back to the social savvy geek, Laura Panzatencio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're here with Christy Tersnick talking about how she helps people live the life they were meant to live. Christy is a motivational speaker, number one best-selling author and life coach. She holds a master's degree in metaphysics, bachelor of science degree in biology and metaphysics, is an ordained minister and a consulting hypnotist. For nearly two decades, she's helped people get out of their own way and live the life they were meant to live. Through mindset, motivation, and meditation, she shows them how to create a life they don't need to escape from, where every day feels like a day at the beach. Thank you so much for joining us today, Christy. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited and thrilled to be here. Excellent. I absolutely love your bio. I am a beach girl, so you can count me in. Yeah. All right. Yeah, there's nothing like the beach. No, it's my Zen place. <laughs> Mine too. Absolutely. Awesome. Yep. So you read between the lines and hear what people are not saying, quickly identify their areas of self-sabotage or limiting beliefs, and help them to shift those to a more empowering mindset that is based upon self-love, value, and worth. Tell us more about this. Uh, Thank you. You know, what I have found is that at one point or another, at some point in each of our lives, we have all believed that we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, we're deserving enough. And we have allowed the outside world to really dictate who it is that we should become or what we could do, um, you know, what was possible for us. So what I help people to do is I help them to really connect with their truth, with who it is that they are meant to be, and help them to get out of their own way. Um, You know, and it's done by offering... um, them a safe space to give themselves permission to really look at their life and and what they've created for it, to create an awareness of what it is that really speaks to them, what lights them up, what uh, what fills them with so much joy, and then teaching them how to love themselves and and know that they are here for a purpose and on purpose. So the sooner that they can embrace all of who they are, even those pieces that we so often try to uh, disown or you know to stuff down, um, when you really allow yourself to embrace all all parts of you, you can minimize the self sabotage and you can start to know that you are here just in the perfect essence of who it is that you are. And it really allows you to step into the fullness of how you can show up in the world. Wow. So speaking of self-sabotage, you help people to stop their inner struggle and feel confident in their choices, experience a life filled with miracles and magic where every day feels like a day at the beach. And as I mentioned, that to me just sounds fantastic. Um, As entrepreneurs, we sometimes just don't even believe this it it feels like a pipe dream so how do you help us to do that well i believe that peace and tranquility are really a beach state of mind you know that feeling where like everything is is as it should be where it's kind of carefree and you know that Mm -hmm. you can accomplish whatever it is that you want well the mindset when you get the proper mindset that is the key to really helping you to accomplish all of those and i've identified a an acronym that helps uh, people to guide um the, their mindset to make sure that it is working for them. Mm-hmm. And really that acronym, uh, acronym is so E-A-C-H. And the first uh, letter B starts with belief. You need to make sure that you are allowing your belief to support you and to know that you have the ability to choose what to think, how to feel, how to behave, the actions that you take. 
Um, and then the E comes to expectation because it's simply a law of the mind to bring forth whatever it is that you are affirming or repeating to yourself. So making sure that those thoughts that you're saying to yourself are going to be uh, beneficial for you, that they're going to be supportive for reaching your goals. And then the A is knowing that you are accountable for taking action mm-hmm. on the things that you say that you want to achieve in yourself. And sometimes that means uh, that you need to chart, chart a new course so that you have to have the courage, the commitment to really dive into what it is that you want for yourself. And then lastly, the H comes with honoring yourself and your truth and knowing that you already have within you such tremendous magic that is even all around you. And you can honor yourself and know that if you have that idea of something that it is that you want to create, the opposite of that is you also have the ability to bring that forth into physical form. So just knowing that it's within you for a purpose and that you have the ability through your mindset to make that uh, come to you very quickly and easily. Wow, that's really amazing work. Yeah, it's really powerful. It's so much it. So the topic of, of our show today is why your messaging matters from promotion all the way to sale. And I knew that you were fit as soon as I read your bio because your messaging is very strong. Um, Thank you. So go you. <laughs> but when you, <laughs> you, you. You use words like miracles and magic and days at the beach, and those bring really good imagery. Um, how did you develop your message to get to, to express so well what you do to help other people? Well, first of all, thank you for that. Um, it did take quite a while for me, honestly, to get that clarity with things. Um, and I actually um, had uh, to have a coach um, kind of smack me upside the head and say, why aren't you incorporating <laughs> the things that you love and who you are into your message? Like the beach is one of the most important things um, to me that I just really love and I connect mm-hmm. with. And she's like, why aren't you connecting um, that with your with your brand? Um, and I hadn't really understood at that point that your brand is you, like it's an embodiment of mm-hmm. what you represent. So the as soon as I got that clarity, then things started to come in alignment with all of that. So I think that that's, um, for, for me, that's one of the most important um, things and insights that I have found is embrace who you are, again, because you have that feeling and that message for a reason. So the sooner that you can tap into that deeper truth of why it is that it resonates with you, the stronger your message is going to be. Absolutely. And the day at the beach just absolutely uh, speaks to me because that is my favorite place. And I'm just even just Mm -hmm. thinking of it briefly. I'm like the scent, the smell, the feel of, you know, the the ocean on the the shore. It's very uh, relaxing, calming, freeing. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Of course, the people who are mountain people are like, "Uh, okay, whatever. (laughs) Right. But then, you know, like, oh, go ahead. Yeah, that, that metaphor, though, you, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go to the beach. Like your day at the beach could be in the mountains. It could be in a forest. It mm-hmm. could be, you know, it could be in the city where everything is um, really busy. It's whatever that represents for you because people are going to be interpreting that in their own ways as well. Absolutely. And I go straight to the literal beach because that's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too, absolutely. So, tell me, why do you think it is that so many entrepreneurs are self-sabotaging. Is that something that the general population is doing and it's just more obvious for us? Or is there some secret reason? (laughs) Yeah, you know, I think at some level, I think that everyone is getting in their own way. I think that they're sabotaging themselves because otherwise they already would have achieved the goals that they want for themselves. Mm -hmm. 
So what I have found is a lot of times that we get to a certain level and then we start to feel very comfortable with that. And the methods that have got us to that point um, aren't going to be the methods that are going to be taking us to the next level. But because we're so close to it, we don't recognize that. And we justify a lot of the reasons for why we need on the way that things have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, at a certain point, we start to run into challenging our own beliefs about ourselves and our worth and what our value is and what we have to contribute. So I think entrepreneurs, um, because we have that direct um, reflection of, you know, am I being profitable? Is this uh, working for me? We have that immediate insight mm-hmm. of knowing whether or not it's working. So I think that that's why it's so clear for us, but generally everyone um, who is working to improve themselves has some sort of self-sabotage or limiting belief um, that is needing to be worked through to get to that next level. I think you hit that nail on the head. Absolutely. I've, and I've seen that with people's marketing as well. They're like, well, this is working and I'm just going to keep doing this. And then I have to say, but you said you wanted to, you know, more. So if you yeah. want more, then we can't keep doing what you're doing. Uh, we need to change yep. it <laughs> a bit. So how do you address that when people hit that wall? Uh, What I really help clients to do is understand why it is that they need to uh, break through this. You know, what is it that's compelling them to reach that other side? Because when your motivation is so very strong and compelling, then getting there makes any kind of hurdle or obstacle that you need to go through so very worthwhile. Mm -hmm. So it's really connecting with your deeper why of why you're doing something. That absolutely makes sense. I've I've found that it's easier since I've had a child to... um to motivate myself than it was prior to having one mm-hmm. um, because now not and it's not because I want Brennan to have all the things which of course I do but it's because she's watching me <laughs> yeah. she sees everything I do and I feel like I'm letting her down if I'm not at least trying to do my best and pushing through um, obstacles because it's it, it it's absolutely easy to become comfortable um, mm-hmm. But now I have Absolutely. a little girl watching everything I do. So <laughs> that's Absolutely. Highly... And you want to you be a good role model, too. Right? Exactly. That's to... what I'm saying. That motivates me more than anything else. <laughs> yes. Yep. So. Absolutely. All and right. there's your why. <laughs> Ex- exactly. I want her to see all the possibilities. So I have to lead the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, um, t- tell us more about where we can find out about you and your work. Uh, You know, I am uh, definitely online. You can find me uh, at my website. It's powerful-mindmind.com. And you can also find me um, on Facebook or Instagram. Um, But I would like to offer your audience a a, a three free meditations that will help shift them from chaos into calm. And these meditations that I've created are really about reconnecting to your truth, uh, learning to trust yourself more, and knowing that what it is that you have um, is valuable and people need it. Awesome. I will link to that in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us, Christy. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. Get your free goodies from our show at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast. Stay tuned and I'll tell you more about the importance of messaging when we get back from this break. As an entrepreneur, how does this sound to you? Learn how to make your marketing work for you without becoming a slave to your business, even if you don't have a big list. Does this sound like crazy talk? Because it doesn't have to be. This is how marketing is supposed to work. With a proven plan and systems that work, you can make your marketing a powerful, unstoppable force. Monica Miller of Monica Writes and Laura Pence Atencio of Social Savvy Geek have combined their genius to bring you marketing that converts. 
simple, proven systems that can make the difference between scrambling to find your next client and a thriving business with sold-out events, wait lists for private coaching, and online program sales that used to be out of reach. Visit marketingthatconverts.online to find out more. That's marketingthatconverts.online to learn more. Visit marketingthatconverts.online to find out more. That's marketingthatconverts.online to learn more. Looking for adult education classes, workshops, and seminars in Denver? Colorado Free University offers a wide array of adult education classes in the Denver metro area. Their programs include Spanish lessons and classes and other foreign language classes, CompuSkills computer training classes, as well as arts and crafts classes, dance classes, writing classes, career and business classes and seminars, classes in personal growth and development, performing arts workshops, special events, and much more. They recognize that many of the folks who take classes at CFU are small business owners or aspiring entrepreneurs. An area of focus in their programming is putting together a great selection of social media training and online marketing. These days, you can't do business without learning at least a little about using social media and other online marketing tools for your business. Get more information at freeu.com. That's freeu.com. That's free, the letter U.com. We now return to The Social Savvy Geek, Laura Pence Atencio, on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. You're listening to The Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pence Atencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're talking about messaging from promo to sale. At the beginning of the show, I talked briefly about how important it is to maintain consistent messaging. We've covered why a confused mind always says no. And by using, I'm tripping over my words today, (laughs) by using consistent messaging, you can easily lead your prospects through your marketing funnel from promotion to sale. So creating copy that is consistent and it's not just important while you're promoting, it's important throughout your entire business from soup to nuts, the whole thing, always your language and consistent and how you show up needs to be uh, the same. And this helps your brand and it helps your event stand out. So creating consistency from your promo to your event, to your sales funnel and follow-up, is it's vitally important. You, you can't show up one way in part of your messaging and a different way uh, in another messaging. As an example, how many times have you either gone to an event or attended a webinar online and everything's all easy breezy and as my daughter would say, it's it's easy peasy, lemon squeezy, and then you get to the sales part of the conversation or the presentation and the energy changes and the language changes and the person who's presenting gets kind of nervous or they change their tone to business-like. It's weird. It doesn't feel good. People don't like it. So you, you got if you're going to be easy breezy, then stay that way throughout. And if you're going to be business-like, stay that way throughout. It doesn't, it's not as important how you are as it is to stay in that um, energy that you've created. So however it is that you're showing up, keep showing up in that way. I mean, if it's not working, then you can alter it and change it. But when you find what works for you, stay in that space. And if you feel like you need to go outside of that space to accomplish something, then rethink either the space or that thing because something's a little bit out of alignment. You should be able to maintain consistent energy throughout. 
So how to implement this is find out what your audience's needs and wants are. What is their pain? And mirror their language on your promotional materials and when you're speaking and in your emails. Just mirror your ideal client's language at all points in your marketing. Make sure that your posts and your registration email sequence is building anticipation to the event. And then don't forget to follow up after the event and continue using the same type of language that you've been using all along. Because I don't like if I've been to an event and then all of a sudden it's like I don't exist. I'm like, oh, now that now that I, I paid you for this you know transaction, you're done with me. I don't like that. I it's not like I can I expect the world to be handed to me free either. What I'm saying is after an event, it is nice when somebody sends you something saying, thank you for attending. We really appreciated you being there. Then then it's kind of a, a closed loop. Um, and do create a follow-up strategy that promotes your next event and share other participants' wins from your event. I love when I've been to an event and people send me something saying, you know, so-and-so experienced this and, you know, l- invites you to give feedback of your own. And I don't just love it from a marketer standpoint. I like to know what happened at the event because I'm usually singularly focused on why I'm there. And I don't know that, you know, Chris or Joe or Bob had this, you know, experience at the event. It's nice. Let people know what happened so they can see the importance, not just for themselves, but for other people. The most important part of all of this is to understand who you're speaking to and why. Because this is the connection that matters. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're talking about connecting and messaging. And now it is time for Q&A. First question. When creating copy for your event landing page, how long should it be? I've seen lengthy and short pages. Aha. We're going to see lengthy and short pages. So it really depends on the ask. How big is the event? How long are people going to be there? How warm is your audience is another big takeaway. So if the ask is big or the audience is cold, then your sales page will need to be pretty lengthy. If you have an established brand and a warm audience and the ask is less, then you can have a shorter sales page. Typically, I would say it's a the lower the price point or the lower the commitment of time, the shorter the sales pitch. That's not always the case. If you're brand new and nobody knows who you are, or what you do, you need a long sales page regardless because you have to talk people into your offer even if it's small. But the more established you are and the more familiar people are with your offer, um, the shorter the sales page could be. I have seen it done where you have a long sales page and a short sales page and you want to use them in different situations. So warm audience, cold audience. But if somebody is coming straight from an event or straight from a webinar and they're already familiar with the offer, give them a short sales page. And then if they don't convert, you can retarget them or send them the long form sales page. But they're going to read all of what's on the page when you send them there. So if it's if they've just received the offer from you and the sales page is just backing you up, use a short one. If it's something you've sent to them without them just having been at your event, then send them the long one. There you go. Second question. What are some other ways I need to be consistent when I'm marketing my event? Like ads. Ah, 
Yes. So use the same, it's the same branding, of course. You, you, you want to use the same type of images, the same fonts, the same colors. Messaging is just like that. It's part of your brand. So if you repeat the same key words throughout all of your messaging from your ad copy to your emails, to your social post, to your, you know, um, actual materials you have at your workshop or your event, then that is brand cohesiveness in your messaging. So just keep in mind as much similarity as you can have without becoming completely repetitive is good. You want if you're doing a long form page, you want to put in more words. We're not keyword stuffing here. We're just making sure to sprinkle the same language throughout. Third question, what other creative ways can I do to get more people into my event? Well, there's all kinds of different ways that you can get people into your event. Um, you've got affiliate marketing, paid advertising, um, your normal blog post or radio show or content that we sell we put out here leading to a webinar or masterclass or workshop there's a lots of ways to get people into your event i would say if you're not established yet then get a few key people to help you with word of mouth and expect to do some paid advertising if you are more well established then um good advertising budget can can seriously uh, pump up your event that may not be considered creative but it gets the job done Let's see. Next question. Can I use the same testimonials or case studies that I used in my blog or email sequence? Yes, you can. Absolutely. When you've got great testimonials, you put those all over the place. Um, don't think just because you use the best one on this page that you can't use it in this email. That, it's fine. If someone notices that, they, that you have the same testimonial twice, firstly, they're not going to think it's weird. But secondly, most people aren't going to notice. Um, and you could also use uh, a short version and a long version and switch it up a little bit, but still be using the same testimonial. But you always want to put your best testimonials on exactly where they make sense, whether it's an email or an ad or on, on a landing page. Definitely use the best ones. Uh, and yes, you can put them in different places. You can add in some, perhaps you use the, the very best one and then the second one you switch out. Um, but yeah, you can use them more than one place. Next question. If I, <clears throat> if my event was a smaller one, how could I make it look like a huge success? Well, first I would say the size of event does not dictate the success because you could have a super successful, very small five person workshop. Did the people who show up come out of there completely transformed success? Um, how you define success is largely in your in your mind so first believe that you had a success and then secondly communicate that um, if you feel like you want to make the event look like it was bigger that's a different a different thing but i would say take the wins that people have and share them out um, let people know that you had an event and it was a success and here's the transformation people experienced you don't have to say whether it was five people or a hundred it's largely irrelevant. You had people come, they were served, everybody won, you win. All right, next question. Should I have some form of document that people have to sign to say it's okay to use their pictures for promotional purposes? Where would I get a template of this document? Hmm. Um, photo release or um, 
promotional use can absolutely be part of uh, your event marketing. If you're registering people online, it's as easy as having a terms and conditions checkbox. And on the page, you say, you know, we reserve the right to use any photographs or um, audio from our events in our marketing. It's, I'm not an attorney, so have your attorney <laughs> look at it, of course. Um, but if you want a template, I would Google template of uh, wave, like appearance waiver. I don't even know what you would call that. So I will ask my attorney what that's called <laughs> because I have one. I just don't know what it's called. Um, and we'll share, with, share that with you on the show notes because that's a good question. Um, I always think it's better to be safe than sorry. So I'd say, yeah, go ahead and get one of those. But do have it on your terms and conditions. If you don't have one, then you can have it on a sign-in sheet when people get to your event if you need. Um, I like to do everything online. So that's how I would go about it. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pence Tencio. Listen to past episodes at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast. We're talking about the importance of consistent messaging. Uh, announcements. April 12th from 6 to 9 in Aurora, Colorado at Office Evolutions. Monica Miller is hosting Blogging Made Easy for Business Owners, an interactive workshop where you'll learn how to create your content all the way down to getting visible after you hit publish. Tickets are $47 per person and space is limited. Go to socialsavvygeek.live forward slash blogging made easy to register. We've got upcoming marketing success workshop series, the 4th, 11th, and 18th of April at Office Evolutions in Southlands. You're going to have a lot of events there because it's where my office is. And I love it. Learn to plan and implement the nine pillars I teach on this show at Office Evolutions in Southlands. You can get more details at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash workshop. We keep it simple here, folks. It's forward slash workshop. If you are outside the Denver area, don't fret. This next announcement is for you no matter where you live. I have opened up a small group coaching and mastermind program. It is available by application only. Go to socialsavvygeek.com forward slash group program to see, de see details and apply right now. Join us next time as we talk about messaging even more. I have a question for you. Answer me in the Social Savvy Geek Show Insiders group on Facebook. Have you identified any gaps in your messaging and where are you getting stuck? Go ahead and hop in there and let us know. Are you, are you rocking your messaging out? Do you feel comfortable in it? Is, it? is it getting you the results that you're looking for? Or are you thinking that maybe you need to tweak it a little bit? Do you know where? Or do you need peer feedback? Because that is what we're giving inside the group. You can say, here's what I'm working on. How can I change it to make it better? It's an awesome thing that we're doing in there. And it's absolutely free to you. So hop on in and join us. Thanks for joining me today on the Social Savvy Geek Show. I appreciate you. Until next time, join our conversation online. Savvy?